Welcome to the Porch Podcast. Welcome to the Porch Podcast. You already know who it is. It's your boy DJE, Mr. Influential, and I'm rocking with my brother, man. P original, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sounding. I'm sounding. Mike check. I'm sounding all right. You're gonna be it's, hey, we, it, that's what we got. You sound loud, but it is what it is. Sometimes we need you to be a little loud. It's okay. It is what it is. It's how it goes sometimes. You ain't got to scream because it'll come. I ain't saying you is. You ain't got to because it's coming through pretty good. All right, that's what's up. You know what I'm, I'm, mean? glad, I'm glad anything is going the way it needs to be going. Right. Welcome back, family. Welcome back, man. Episode Welcome, 130, man. 130. <laughs> we calling this one OPM, y'all. OPM stands for OPM. Other People's Money. Other, oh yes, sir. Other people's money, right? Um, so first off, before we jump right into the topic, it was evening. Uh, e, how's your week been going since last Tuesday, brother? Let's 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 start right there. Uh, another long week, you know. Another long, long week. Yeah, lost another good brother. Yeah, I mean, shout out to my brother J Mac. May he rest in peace. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. You know, last 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 week we gave it a moment of silence for uh, turn up sharp, and I knew that was gonna happen. I knew what was gonna happen. Um, they funerals the same day, basically at the same time. I knew wow. that was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Wow. I will make it to both, Flash Gordon style. You know what I mean? Like just run through both of them real quick. You know, but that's how it goes, man. You know, speaking of turn up sharp tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, right there at the park behind 901, behind DNA, we having a candlelight comedy visual for my boy Turn Up Sharp. Sharp love to laugh. His family want to laugh. And you know what I mean? So that's where we at tomorrow from 6 to 8. Anybody that's around know what I'm talking about. If not, hit me up. Inbox me or something. I'll let you know. Details, whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, once again, condolences go out to both them brothers' family, man, and you know anybody that's out there dealing with the loss of a loved one, you know. Yeah, cousin Chill, what's up, cousin Chill? I appreciate Cause, that. What's course. happening with you, baby? What's going yeah, on? I appreciate it. I love her seeing us grow too. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my week was, you know, you know, cause, bro, like I said to you before, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, just coming out on the other end of it is always a win. Yeah. You know, uh, still growing, still doing the things that I love to do. Right. You know, still trying to just maximize, you know, my, my opportunities. So I don't have any complaints, man. None, none whatsoever. The weekend was what it is. It's been a lot of rain. I can't even complain about that. Right. Can't even complain about that because, you know, after a while you be talking about some man, it's, it's, it's just dry out here, man. Need a little water, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm just glad that, you know, everything is cool. You know, I'm fine. and You know, I'm above ground and that's a win. Always W. W. That's a w. So that's a w. we're going to go ahead and jump into the nice topic, man. Like we were saying before, OPM, y'all. OPM. Other people's money. Other, Other people's, people's money. money. That's it. And Speaking of some other people's money, you know, there's been a lot of things going on as far as, you know, people making money. Right. Um, and I'm quite sure people have noticed, you know, recent Michael Jordan sold his uh, share, his share of the Hornets. I kept wanting to say Bobcats, but he purchased them as the Bobcats. Right. But, you know, he later on turned the name into the Hornets. 
Um, after doing a little bit of research, like I said, I see that it was a $3 billion purchase. $3 billion purchase that came from, because there was a little bit of discrepancy. Overall, his his investment initially, first they were saying $180 million, but it was $275 million. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I heard 180 at first, yeah. Yep, $275 million investment that turned around into, obviously, it looks like somewhere around in the ballpark of two point. Two billion eight hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, Mike owned sixty five percent, you know, mm-hmm. stake in the team. He actually right. wound up selling a percentage of that stake that he had, right. in, you know, back in twenty nineteen to a couple guys from New York. Right. Uh, did rather well, you know. He was talking about also how he had, you know, one point three billion dollars, you know, from his deal with Nike. Yeah. Uh, which which is pretty significant as well. Um, Touching on this today, like we were saying, you know, the concept dealing with other people's money, you know, it's easy to get invested into, you know, the stories of people who make astronomical numbers when right. it comes to money. Right. Sometimes what happens along the way, we don't look into how it all came together. Right. Right. Like we always look at the finished product of anything. Like even Absolutely. You know, even with the situation with uh, recently with Tyler Perry and the whole BET thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he I bought BET much- and MTV, right? Or BET and VH1. BET and VH1 are both part of that package dealing with Paramount. Right. right. Okay. Um, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I had a great conversation with Link earlier, and we was talking about it. The reason why you haven't seen anything super final in the situation is because I think that it was a little bit of a premature celebration. Right. Uh, there was an acquisition of, of that actual situation. You know, there was an, an auction. Okay. You know, a few people in it, you know, 50 and, 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 and Shaq, you know, had a hand in trying to get involved with it. Did he had, you know, a bit of, little bit of a hand trying to get involved with it, but ultimately, you know, it seems like things were pointing towards Tyler Perry, you know, uh, developing an acquisition of the BET situation. Right. Um, so they were celebrating. After 21 years, BET is once again owned by black, you know, black owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be the first time in history that VH1 has ever had a black owner, mm-hmm. um, which is which is pretty phenomenal. But here's the part that I don't know if a lot of people knew in regards to the whole situation with Tyler Perry and BET. You did know that he already owned twenty five percent stake in BET and BET Plus. Right. Yeah. But before we get completely into Tyler Perry, I just want to say, just to, with the Michael Jordan, he didn't sell completely all of it. He still has a minor ownership in it, and still is part of the team's influence and leadership. This is the reason why he was still at the draft and still making the phone, you know, talking to their draft. I can't remember who their draft pick was. Um. But that's why he's still a part of it. But yes, what you're saying about Tyler Perry, I, I definitely knew that. This is the reason why, if you pay attention, his shows mm-hmm. actually, you know, premiere like Sisters and and Zatima and all that, you know, and uh, Ruthless and all that stuff comes on BT Plus and as well as BT. Because if I'm not mistaken, then his first shows used to come on own used to come on Oprah Winfrey's network years ago. Yeah, from what I recall, yeah, and originally yeah. that's how we we saw his stuff is right. on own. Right. And, so and, and it yeah. didn't 
it's not surprising that he owns a percentage of those because, you know, I, I believe that was his alt. He never, I never heard him say this, but that was his goal to bring those type of shows to BET. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, you know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He talked about a few different things. I mean, even to the degree where, um, like for instance, him having twenty five percent stake in the business, as far as in ownership and BET and BET Plus. Right. Um, it's funny because not only did is that the case, but Remember right. when BT Plus first came out, the rollout was kind of like his his last play. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing that kind of was the promotion. It was like if you get involved with it, it was his last play. You know, you get the thirty day trial. It was either no, it might be that's might be more than it was. It might have been a seven day trial or something like that. But you got it for uh, for free, and that was a rollout to the situation as far as the actual BT Plus thing. So it was smart on his part. You know, having, you know, that kind of stake involved in that. Um, I'm hearing $3 billion as far as that situation. You know, they kind of came up with that kind of valuation of the company based on, you know, their expectation of being able to get, you know, 10 times what BET groups would generally make, I guess, in in, in their numbers, you know, their regular revenue. Uh, $325 million, obviously, minus taxes, depreciation, a few other things. But nonetheless, you know, that's that's what the offer situation was. Um, so it's not, from what I've been reading, it's not formally done, but the acquisition is what everybody was actually jumping out the window about. But if it is, you know, congratulations to, to him. Congratulations to Michael Jordan mm -hmm. on making wise investments and doing what they need to do. And that kind of brings me to our point, bruh when it comes to dealing with OPM. Mm -hmm. OPM. I thought you was about to say OPP. I heard this bond. I thought you was about to you say You know what, OPM. though? Here's the sad part. <laughs> I actually felt like I was going to say it anyway. And I know I wasn't. That, that, <laughs> but but OP, OPM, right? PP. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. So, so want to say it. Shout out, shout out to Naughty by Nature for being Naughty there. by Nature. What I was gonna say is I wish that we could get as intrigued about making our own money. What's up, Mike? Right, OBP. He wanted to say it. Yeah, yeah. I, it was close. Couple times, Mike. Couple times, yeah. money, Mike. It was a couple couple times. Um we I wish that we could get more in tune right. with making our own money as we are as watching people make their own money. That's where I'm at with the uh, you know the OPM situation, other people's money. It's very interesting to me how we're so dedicated to watching all these millions and billions of dollars move and exchange hands, but we can't put the same level of energy into developing our own. Why do you think that it's easy to watch other people and fantasize it as opposed to putting that same energy into creating your own? Well, I can't speak for other people. I don't think they're just watching and fantasizing, in my opinion, because I'm looking at it from my point of view. Um, mm -hmm. People want to. They just don't know the steps, too. They don't know how. I mean, you can read a lot. You can do a lot. But, you know, everybody, I always say on those levels, they have some form of a mentor. They had somebody. They were in the rooms. They got a seat at the table. I've often said this on this show 
and before this show even came. If you hang around four millionaires, you're bound to be the fifth. Mm-hmm. Because if you really look at it, you really look at it, the majority of the people that you be around, you may not necessarily count the pockets of a person because you don't know what a person has in their account, how much a person made last year, what they're doing, all that. However, you will know that a majority of the people that you're around, y'all got the same type of lifestyles. A lot of y'all right. got this, got a, got a home, your 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 husband. You know what Ooh. I mean? You know what I mean? You 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 or you 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 getting married? You got your lady? You got your, you got a home? You get what I'm saying? Or what you wanting about, man? I'm glad you got it out, man. Like at one uh. point, bro, I I you know I I, oh. I I I didn't know what you was doing. Uh. I know you a DJ, but I know you can do it with your mouth like that too, Paul. Yeah. Where, nah. bro? Yeah, super pause, because I ain't doing shit with my mouth like that. I don't know what the fuck. SP the ghost pause with super pause. You know what I mean? So, what I was saying, what I. Everybody share this, man. Share this, share this. Share this, y'all. Share this if y'all can. Everybody's tuned in. But, no, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is it's like, when you really pay attention to the situation and see that, um, you know, they got, you got your lady, you got your home, you got your family. You probably got cars or, you know what I mean? You got, you know, everything pretty much lines up the same. Because we don't realize that, again, an environment, environment a lot of times breeds the same. You know, breeds the same. A lot of people that you see, when you look into, you just talk about, think about the people that you just said that was in that room. Mm -hmm. You said Diddy. You said mm -hmm. 50. You mm -hmm. said Shaq. Mm -hmm. And you said Tyler Perry, right? Mm -hmm. So there's mm -hmm. four black men there, right? Now, you can't tell me they all ain't never hung out in a party before. They may not all sit together, but they done been in the same room multiple times. Hell, they was in the same room right there. No question. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's really, it's re I'm going to always say a lot has to do with environment, atmosphere. And if you don't know, you don't know. You know, everybody walk around, you know, we put our post up. Yeah, gang shit. If you know, you know. Yeah, but what do you really know? That right there is not the whole shit. style of Facebook. You don't know nothing. <laughs> a lot of people we don't know. So the thing is about that bread, P, and even I don't think people just fascinated. They just don't know how to get there. You know what I mean? I'm, you know what's funny? As I agree with you, and yeah. I think that a lot of what we don't see is we don't see that there are people who are actually trying because that's not as fascinating. Right. Right? So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you another name. Stan, I'm probably saying it wrong, Cronky. Yeah, I never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> that too. And, and, and I may be butchering the name. <laughs> you said you never heard of him, right? Now, he is the owner of the Rams. Okay. The Denver Nuggets. Okay. The Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Right? And mm -hmm. two other professional sports teams, right? He, he, real, he, he the new age Jerry Buss. But yet, you know what I mean? Like you just said, you didn't ever, you never heard his name. Now we don't know everybody's name. Like, like we're not right. gonna go crazy about that. Right. But what I'm saying is, is here's the, here's 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 what what else we don't know, right? What did you say? He owned the Rams. The Rams, the Denver Nuggets. The Denver right? Nuggets. Look at that. He got championships recently. Bro, the five teams that he has. Yeah. I think they said they all won a championship within the last ten years. So Rams, the Denver Nuggets. Rams, Denver Nuggets, Colorado Avalanche, and his two other teams. What's the Avalanche? What they play? I believe they play uh hockey or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was a baseball team. But uh, nah, yeah. that's the Rockies, the baseball team. Right, but that's what that's how I know it wasn't the baseball team. Rail, what's good, Rail? I see you, brother. Yeah, Rail, please, see brother. What's Colorado happening? Colorado Avalanche. I have to see. Yeah, I believe. Check that out. But this is the other thing that he owns. He owns over 1.5 million acres of ranches across the U.S. and Canada. It's hockey. You're right. It's hockey. Okay. Over, over, you heard that, bro? Over 1.5 yeah. million yeah. acres yeah. of ranches across the U.S. and Canada uh-huh. and over 60 million square feet of department stores. This guy, you've never heard his name. Yeah. Yet he's clearly figured out the winning formula on it. Yeah. This is a person that didn't become so, you know, enamored by by wealth and seeing other people who had it that he just got stuck in a position to be like yo you know i'm cool with getting one dope team no i'm gonna go out and get all these professional teams and i'm gonna build a whole slew of different teams that can compete for championships Mm -hmm. looks like the name of his company is cronky sports and entertainment come on wait a minute though I think you can you buy shares in this? Hey, probably so. See, this is the OPM I'm talking about. Right. This is the OPM that I'm talking about. How you were able to look at Oh no, I say he's private. He's private industry professional sports pro- Okay, founder is Stan Kroenke. Headquarters is in Denver. You okay. know key people is Ann Walt Walton Kroenke, probably his wife, Josh, probably Walton, his son. Say my man Anthony Walker. Nah, shout out to Aunt Walker. July eighth, all white party at Vera uh, nightclub. Uh, there you go. You know, yeah. shout out to Aunt Walker, uh, DJ Ty Boogie, and my brother DJ William H. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Clap it up for Let's them. Go. Clap it up Clap for it them. Up. There you go. There you go. So he owns right. the L.A. Rams, the Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Avalanche, the Colorado Rapids, the Colorado Mammoth. Arsenal FC, Arsenal WFC, Los Angeles Gladiators, the Los Angeles Gorillas, right? All right, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up, though. Hold up. We. What sport, what sport is that? Los Angeles Gorillas. Let's find out right now. Come on, man. Los Angeles Gorillas. Yeah, wow. Even yeah. never knew they had a league. It's a wrestling team, right? No, it's the it's the call it's the Call of Duty League. Oh, uh, word! Word is by. I never knew they had this as a league, man. Other people's because we don't have OPL. We don't, we don't have other people's money. But look, I want you to listen to because you talked about the ranches and stuff he he owned, right? Well, one point five million acres of it. Yep. All right, so listen to this. This is the real, this is real estate, key real estate that he owns. Okay. So SoFi Stadium. Talk about it. Okay, so he don't just own the team; he owns the stadium. He's the real live Jerry Bus, the new Jerry Bus. YouTube Theater, right? What's this? Emirates Stadium. Okay. Arsenal Training Center. Okay. Highbury Square Ball Arena. Mm-hmm. Pauls Ball Arena's Pauls. Yeah, well, because I mean, it fall it falls right it follows right after Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Well, so Pauls, yeah. Nah, Pete, he owns Dick's Sporting Goods Park. I'm I'm no bullshit. I'm reading it right now. 
I don't but, think you're BSing. Yeah, I'm not BSing. Yes. Much, man. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna say this. Put put it in separate places, though. You know? Right. That's what I'm saying. Look, wow, Par wow. Paramount Paramount Theater. Right. First Bank Center. Right. Elitch Gardens. It's an Elitch Gardens theme park. Now, okay. War Warner Center Complex. Right. So it says the media that he owns is Altitude Sports and Entertainment, Outdoor Sportsman's Group, and Skycam. That's right. Yeah. How much is he worth? Okay. So while you're looking at that, let me say this. Go ahead. I'm looking. Here's, here's, the, here's the twist to that. A few minutes ago, we didn't even know who this guy was. Right. Right? Now, I guarantee you, I don't know his personal background, what was left to him, what was willed to him, what he inherited, or any of those things. But nine times out of ten, he was able to establish that wealth with some form of OPM. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He worth $12.9 billy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a whole different list. Mm -hmm. You're on a whole different list with that. And your boy's still and your boy's still worth more than him. Oh. Jerry Jones. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing negative about that man other than the fact that uh you know he happens to own a team that I don't particularly rock with. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. You know what I mean? We'll he the owner, the president, and the general manager. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the and the mascot. You just and the mascot. Yeah. No, you that cowboy. Mm -hmm. You seen that cowboy? He how he look, man. That cowboy that be there, the cowboy mascot. What he look like, man? With the big ass face. Sitting <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, got this face. Looking you know like he up or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Listen, before we get too much deeper into this, uh, into this particular episode, y'all dealing with this OPM, I just wanted to let you guys know once again, if you're ever in need of a event planning company that can take care of all of your different events. We have one for you. Check it out. Listen, whether it's your first or your 50th birthday, that 25 years of service, if not more, retirement party, or the day that you and the love of your life share vows to become one, let Front and Center Events take care of all of your event planning needs. Sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy the show, where they truly keep you at the front and center of it all. Make sure to check out their Facebook and Instagram pages at FNC Events. Head on over today and get that party book. Back to the show. Absolutely. Front and center events. Once again, for all of your event planning needs. So, A, your definition. What's pocket watching? Pocket watching. People really, really trying to just, you know, predict the money that, or, you know, dictate what kind of money a person has. Or, you know, or. What they net worth worth with if they if they broke if they not, you know, and they try to do it off spending. I mean, just like right now when they say he worth twelve point nine, I'm pocket watching. I don't think he worth twelve point nine. I think he worth more. Okay. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, because when they say that, you know, net worth is supposed to be asset minus liabilities. That's right. a that's a hell of a net worth right there. Right, right. That's not talking about what he has liquid, cause see, nobody ever knows what you have liquid. No. No, They'll never know that. No, 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 no. You know, that's why. Absolutely. That's why people, the the business people y'all know, and some of the drug dealers y'all see on TV, still had money stashed away, and like you know, like Frank Lucas had it in the doghouse. 
All right. But he definitely had bank. He had a bank. <laughs> Don't think he didn't use the bank ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. That's, that's just not the part they show y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. That's why, you know? So I think Pocket Wack. Wap, wap, wap. That's a new song. I think pocket wap <laughs> is a term very similar to what you were just describing. It's a term that's used when you got a person that maybe is closer to you than than, than the general public, right? Right. And these these people are watching from the perspective of what they anticipate is owed to them. Right. right, what they deserve, you know, what kind of you know gifts or or all this different stuff. I seen Gilly just made a video. He was actually talking to his family and he was saying the things that he did for him. He did because he wanted to because he doesn't owe them anything. And um, you know, I think a lot of times when we start talking about money, we we always have this. I ain't gonna say everybody because everybody thinks differently, but I think that it is pretty common for most people to say what they would do with their money in regards to other people before they start to figure out what they would do with their money to make more money. Right. And I think that comes from a place when you don't understand the benefit of wealth and when you get access to money, how you're actually supposed to change things. This is why when you, when you win the lottery, this is why when people get this large sums of money, they don't always make the wisest decisions because they don't make them based on the reality of not being accustomed to having it. Therefore, right. most things in life, if you don't know how to, you know, if you don't work to to get something, it's very difficult for you to know how to maintain it. Absolutely. So pocket watch, watching, in my perspective, is a person who's watching what you're doing, either hating on that situation, wishing that they could do the things that you can do with it, and, you know, trying to figure out how to be a part of, you know, acquiring some of it. Now, I think that there is a difference between pocket watching, right? And being somebody who is invested into a person who has come into wealth and want to see them do some things that's going to be beneficial to them. Right. I don't think that that's the same thing as pocket watching. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you got an accountant, somebody that's doing that certified CPA, somebody who's selling you something, yo, you should invest in this, this, that, and whatever. That person's not pocket watching, but if they turn around and they tell you to, even by them telling you something like you don't need three Bentleys, you don't need four of those over there. Some people may take that as pocket watching. Right. And, that, and that's why it's such a funny, great word. Like, you know what I'm saying? The term is funny because I think it depends on who it's actually coming from. Right. So, you know, thinking about some of the other stuff that we was talking about before, like a couple of weeks ago, obviously talking about the situation dealing with Zion Williams. Right. You know, in the Mariah Mills situation. Mm -hmm. You know, I still feel the same way. I think I might be viewed a little bit different in that. What was in the, the, the Let the Juice Loose uh, Foundation. Foundation? Right. You know what I mean? You know, mm -hmm. I get it. I know we was making a joke about it, but it is people out there who do things like that, who sit back and watch certain things develop. Right. You know what I mean? And then actually help people, you know, tear their wealth up or do things that could possibly, you know, cost them more than it makes them. Right. So... You know, I, I'm just at a space in my life where I'm thinking about it from the perspective of dealing with OPM. What is it that we need to do? How can I say? To intrigue those who don't have wealth 
to look into becoming wealthy as opposed to just watching the wealthy? Financial literacy. Okay. It's not, a, it's not about, a, it's, not a, it's not a lot about, it's not all about because you've seen Jay-Z do it or you've seen Michael Jordan do it or you've seen these people. And even when they do it, they're just living their life. But at the same time, especially a person like, oh, he'll make that statement to make you understand that if I did it, you can do it too. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. In, in so many words. But it's understanding. It's financial literacy. So, you know, and besides the fact of just having the actual literacy, you have to act on it. You have to mm -hmm. actually take the risk and take the shot. Because, see, OPM is, is, is other people's money is a different terminology that other people, you know, rich people use or people that know about, have financial literacy use, meaning that I'm going to use a, other people's money to get my wealth. So say, for example, if you knew that you can get, if $10,000 is going to give you $100,000 in one year, Right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you would actually go to the bank and get a loan for ten thousand. No question. You would take that ten and you would pay it there, and whatever payments you're paying on that loan for that one year, to to until you receive you receive your hundred thousand, you never use your own money. You always use somebody else's money. Use your name. Mm -hmm. But you never use your own money. That's other people's money in a certain situation. Because when people pay attention and they pay attention to when a person gives them a loan, you know what I mean? A personal loan, that's not your money. They're loaning it to you. You have to pay it back. Right. Right. So technically, that's other people's money as well. I know mm -hmm. we're focusing on the wealth and the wealth, the financial wealth and health that these other big names are doing like your 50 cents, your shacks and your, you know, um, Michael Jordan's, you know what Tyler I mean? Your Tyler Perry's. Right. Yeah. But when you get the money, money is, money is the number one tool. You're supposed to take that tool and that is supposed to become your employees. So truth of the matter, anytime a person's getting a loan, you shouldn't be getting a loan for consumer. I always say it, consumer debt is the devil. I agree. Point blank, period. Yep. Even 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 though we like nice things, cars, houses, all that type of stuff, you know, you shouldn't be taking out a $50,000 loan just to say that you have a $50,000 car. If that's your life, I'm not judging you on it. I'm not saying nothing's mm -hmm. wrong with it. But in all actuality, if somebody's going to give me 50, I need to use that 50 to turn it into 250. Oh, yeah. No you question. know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z said. He said 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 4 in 18 months, 40 million more, or whatever he mm -hmm. said. And right, add a number right. up with the one I said before, you are now looking at one smart black boy. Like, come on now. Because he took, every time he got the bread, even though you seen him balling, he was balling, him, dang, all of them, they were balling from the proceeds that they made off of using other people's money to make money. No question. Money is your biggest tool, whether people realize it or not, other than your, to your physical form and your brain. Yeah. We just don't know. That's why I said we don't know. We don't have the understanding. We don't have the knowledge. We just don't know where to send, to take the money to. Money supposed to keep moving like water. Right. That's it. It should never stand still. Right. It's, it's it's the only piece of paper that when you stand still that people try to make it 
make more sense than it actually does. Like, money should never stand still. Like you said, a lot of people have a lot of things in liquid, and people just don't know how much they have in it. So, you know, when you're looking at it from the perspective of understanding how to move money and how to use other people's money to generate wealth. Right. You know, that's a whole different situation. Right. And, and I just think, like you said, I think that people do desire to know. They just don't know how to go and acquire the information. Right. I don't because, think, you know, I totally agree with you. I don't think that they don't want to know. Right. right. They're not around. It's anybody, anybody that had a bunch of money athletes like they got the 30 for 30 out that been out for years broke right oh yeah oh yeah that's a yeah. deal that's a deal anybody that's out and literally had this much money and they went broke they don't understand financial literacy they didn't have somebody in their corner telling them this is how this is this is what you're supposed to do with the money if you pay attention to everybody that we name they had somebody showing them that whether they realize it or not, it was somebody that they watched mm -hmm. and that they looked up to and said, well, yeah, then this person knows, you know what I mean? That's why if you pay attention now, let's look at, look at a show like drink champs. Mm -hmm. When you actually see, when you actually see drink champs going off, if you really pay attention, okay, you see, you see, you know, he, you know, he had to deal with title. Absolutely, so that's, yeah. so that's Hove. Yep. You see yep. the re, you see the revolt TV. Diddy. So that's Diddy. And then when you looking in the credits, ex executive producer Kareem's Biggs Burt. Absolutely. So all they're doing is recycling that same money. I tell people all the time, you know how many times, you know how many times 50 done stepped on the package of his life? Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Countless. Get Rich or Die Trying, the album. Absolutely. The, the movie. Absolutely. Then the character he played on Power. Then he mm -hmm. turned around and made Raising Canaan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he, he knew rap wasn't going to be forever. Because truth yeah. of the matter is, money is an idea. I like that. I that's like really, that. That's really what it is. Money is an idea. It's like it's like Irv, Irv Gotti talked about it. He talked about the people that he hung around. They said, Irv, I got friends that got a lot of money, and you need to meet them. They got a lot of monies, but what they don't have is the ideas that you have. So that's how Irv start to come up with what's the thing he got on BT? The little show, Tales. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. because what it is is we also come from a culture where we want to stun on each other and do everything ourselves. I seen a meme the other day that said people rather be broke bus bu broke bosses than to be rich partners. Come on, man. Come on, E. That's that's what I seen. I'm like that's real. One more time, bro. Now nah. people rather be broke bosses, right, than to be rich partners. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Because you got to pay attention to realize that OPM, other people's money, is nothing right. but a resource for you. That's all it is. And when it becomes that resource, and that's something that you need and you use, you're supposed to take that money, use it as a resource to make you more money, and then once you start getting that intimate, that I mean, that infinite cash flow coming in. And that's mm -hmm. when you start balling and you start living and you start doing Absolutely. all these type of things. No question. I heard a guy say that you're supposed to take money and use it like a boomerang. Right. Throw it out. When it come back, take a little bit off that you need to be able to do what you need to do. And, and throw, throw it back, it back out. Money. Right. Because money. Like, it's, it's a resource. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Appreciate you, Mike. It's the same thing, bro. 
when you sit there and you and you right. and you and the people people put their money their their savings in a regular savings account at a regular local branch that mm -hmm. ain't even giving them point giving them what like point zero one percent you never seeing that money because that bank has that for a certain amount you got to have fees so that even Absolutely. the interest that they act like they're giving you they're taking it back in fees but there is banks out there four percent apys and all that you know right. what i mean that right. depending on what you got right 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 Corey. residual income right see exactly yeah yep. right you know what i mean so yeah. when you got all that all that working for you that's just what it is people don't realize you know residual income comes in all different forms like you create residual income for your employer. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Bruh, you because because you're part of the product. You're part right. of that situation. So, you know, as personnel, your your objective is to make the company money. This is why they can put a certain salary on you because they create whatever they want your value to be. Right. While the company stands to make multiple times over of your value. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and so once you understand those things, you start to see. This is why the guy Stan uh, Kronoki, and I know we tearing his name up, but word is mine. This is why Stan. SK the, <laughs> SK the boss. I don't know. Yeah. Why he can turn around and he can own all of these. As soon as I started saying the names of these teams, and then you start looking, you go, oh, okay, he owns all of them teams. Yeah. And then on top of that, he owns this particular company or this particular thing. Because what happens is, is these people create wealth, and they stay on the stay under the radar mm -hmm. to to common thinking people. This information isn't difficult to acquire. Just like, in my opinion, wealth is not difficult to acquire. Uh, acquire it just requires you to change your mindset. Absolutely. So most of the time, the reason why people can't create wealth or generate wealth or any kind, like we're talking about now, any kind of form of residual income, is because we believe that the money is supposed to stop and it's supposed to stand still, and right. it's not. But what I just say, you just said, you just said, it's about the mindset, right? Yep. You know what I mean? You just said, Sieg, what up, Sieg? What's up, bro? You know what I mean? So, so, it's if it's about the mindset, I just said money was an idea. Absolutely. Where do ideas start? In the mind. There it is. In so if your mind is not even in a, in the thought of I can make more money than what I'm making, I can make money outside of working. You know what I mean? Like, let's sit here. We sit here and we really looking, right? So I'm looking right here, just looking at the king. Okay, Mr. C. McCoy, right? Corey, right? Mm -hmm. He's a photographer. Point mm -hmm. blank period. He's had job he had jobs, but he's a photographer. You know what I mean? I ran him I ran in the mic the other day doing a nine to five, right? But he still has Uncle Mike's barbecue. Absolutely. Because he knew his talent and he knew, okay, this this can make me bread right here. You know what I mean? This can make me bread right here. Like I I ain't get one yet because I've been watching my weight and I'm actually on a 36 hour fast right now, but I got to get a whole brisket from Mike. Got Absolutely. a brisket, got a brisket cheese steak, P. I you know, I had to hear about it. You know, I don't eat the beef no more. Right. But 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 yeah, nah, I mean, I mean my hold thing on. is hold on, Mike, just spring a little powder on it. He'll come back. He'll come. <laughs> <laughs> so we know what kind of cheese steak you got now. So but I was getting ready to say is this though. 
you made a powerful statement when you said people would rather be broke bosses than wealthy, you know, wealthy. Um, yeah, and that's not mine. That's a meme I've seen on Facebook. But, yeah, yeah. Well, then wealthy partners? They're wealthy partners. Okay. They're, they're so, rich partners. They're rich partners. That's all. They're rich partners. Here's the thing with that situation, in my opinion. Wealth is easy. Okay. Wealth is not unattainable to the, to the fundamental mind. People right. who think from the perspective of what can I do to generate any kind of wealth, the action alone puts you so much further than the people who sit around and just watch other people yep. acquire wealth. Yeah. You can get involved in so many different things, especially in this time with all the access that we have to information, right. and other things that we can partake in. So much easier now. You would have to make the excuse at this point. Mm -hmm. Where before it used to be, where they won't let us in the game. We can't get in. Right. I got a great opportunity, but I just don't have the money. Right. If I had somebody that believed in me, I could be part of this situation. Right. But at this point, we talked about OPM the entire show. Right. But the reality of it is, is OPM isn't just other people's money. You know what I mean? You just have to have your own personal mindset as well. Now... Use that for an example, okay? Everything you just said, these are excuses that we were com we we were commonly here back in the day, right? Absolutely. And all actually, oh, they they don't want me to win. It's you know we use race, we use because I was locked up before. We use all that type of stuff. Any excuse in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Now, let's go back. We talked about Frank Lucas a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So you talk about Frank Lucas, you think about people Frank Lucas, Nikki Barnes, and the world knows what they were, okay? They weren't just drug dealers. They were those guys, all right? Mm -hmm. But these guys also owned nightclubs, different businesses, different things of that nature. Now, we know where the money came from, okay? Let's, right. let's, let, we understand, right? Okay. Okay. But the reason why they still had what they had, rather than the fact, don't, don't let everybody just fool you, the fact that they was cleaning their money and all that. We all know that, okay? It was the environment that they were around that even gave them the audacity, you know what I mean? The will to actually be something that they wanted to be. Absolutely. See, they necessarily weren't bad guys. They were just selling a product that wasn't legal. Well, you really sit there and think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, it I mean and it was bad. It was damaging as well, but I know what you right. mean. Right, right, right. We get that. They were, they I get were that. businessmen. They were definitely they were business. Men. That's what I mean. What I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like you, you, you understand what I'm saying, and you're right. Exactly. Let me make that clear. I'm not saying that, you know, they was the pope, but you're right. You're absolutely correct. Right. It, it was definitely damaging. The product wasn't what we needed in our community. All that type right. of stuff. Right. But what I'm saying is, is the mind state of understanding supply and demand, right? Cause even when you even when you pay attention to American Gangster the movie, and I'm talking about this because it was just on a lot recently, right? When Denzel made the statement, Frank said, "I work for a real a, a good man, Bumpy Johnson." He thought he owned his own company, but he really didn't. He was just written. He just managed it. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. He felt like he owned his own because they said, you know how they said Frank went through the jungle and. She, and my man shook the dude hand, got to, you know, start getting it straight to him. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My point is, it's still the mind frame and the mindset. And that came from the environment. He learned this type of stuff because he he worked 
for um what's my man that he drove the car for? The one that passed away in the beginning. The one that Forrest Whitaker plays now, Bumpy Johnson. Bump, yeah. yeah, yeah, Bumpy Johnson, yeah. yeah. So our environment, those excuses, you hear them from the same people in the same type because that's what we used. Correct. Nobody ever said, let's turn around, hey, yo, let's work together and build this because everybody rather be broke bosses than to mm -hmm. be rich partners. Listen, I, I, listen I, I tell people all the time, I ain't trying to take no shine from nobody. And I don't mind partnering up with people doing Listen, I could be Stan. I ain't even know who the fuck Stan, excuse me. I ain't even know who Stan was a few, now. a few minutes ago. <laughs> somebody, who up, somebody who clearly upset you. Yeah. Somebody, somebody named Stan made you clearly upset. No, no, Stan Kroenke, whatever. What you just said? SK the SK the boss. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So my point is, what I'm saying is, I didn't even know who this guy was. What, what people? But it depends what you put in your mind. Like, okay, we watch shows. You watch I, I Shark. Totally, I totally agree with that. But what? It depends on what you put in your mind. Yeah, cause 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 here's the thing, B. Seriously, though. you watch <laughs> you watch Shark Tank sometimes, right? Right. I do. I like okay. Shark Tank. Yes, I do. So when Shark Tank comes. Do people ever think about before we can even make it to Shark Tank? How about let me find some investors in my community that may want to be down and believe it? Because again, money is an idea. Is right. Okay, money it starts as an idea, but you can only get as far as your resources allow you. So let's keep it real. Let's let's make it even more simple. Okay, mm -hmm. gas is a resource, right? It's something that you need in your car to be able to drive it. Right? right, correct. If you correct. don't refill, if if it when it runs out, if you don't fill it back up, you ain't moving no more. If you never put gas back in the car, you ain't moving no more. So in order for you to continue to drive the car, it's certain things you need to to keep going. Just like in life, I said I'm fasting, but you, we do need to eat to live. You Absolutely. should eat the right things, but you need to eat to live, right? So at the end of the day, if you really want a company to grow. Right there in your area, people you know say, listen, I got this idea, man. I already got this LLC. This is mine, but I'm trying to start a partnership. I'll sell you a percentage of this. But this is the this is the business. People say, okay, what's your business plan? See, it goes back to even the conversation that me and you was having off air because we never off lines. Let's get Come that on, right. Baby. Let's get that never. right. I'm never, never off line. Never off line. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, 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 I wanted never to be in all capital letters. Right. Never. never off never off lines. But we saw my structure a lot yesterday. And people never followed the business structure of getting them to that next level. You know how many people are running around having their own personal business and all they did was make an Instagram and a Facebook page but never got an LLC? And they talking about they only want cash. They don't even want checks because they're going to have to pay taxes later. <laughs> but they don't understand. They're not, they not helping themselves. They're hindering themselves more than anything. Yeah, man. Because at the end of the day, the only reason why you even believe that you should do it is because you believe in yourself and the talent. So why not take it there? And this is, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this is some real shit I'm going to say because today I was kind of annoyed all day. 
Because I've been working a nine to five for all these years. And I know, and it just sticks out, that they're going to pay you what they want to pay you. True. Jobs is never going to give you your worth, bro. They're going to get, that's why it's a range. I say it all the time. So they're saying if we're giving you this title, we got to at least give you this. Right? Yep. Yep. But at the end of the day, you got jobs that say, okay, we got to do an evaluation. Here's the funny thing. Your evaluation determines if you'll get your, your contractual raise. Mm, mm, mm. So if my evaluation right. determines determines that I'm going to get my raise or not, then when I really exceed expectations, why am I not getting double my raise? Why am I only going one step at a time? Because if this if this if this person is has exactly because if this person is at average, we start at the same time. They're working average, and I'm exceeding expectations because I care about me as a person and just my appearance and what I do. Right. When I go to get my raise, and we we go into the same step, I should be going two three steps higher if that's what I'm really doing. When you did good in school back in the day, what they used to do? They used to skip you. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I understand at the same time, it's business. You only want to pay me what you want to pay me at the the time. But at the same time, if I pursue what I really want to do for myself, there's no telling how far I can be. I can have partners and and all that. Like, Pete, we speaking on other people's money like we said. Me and you talk about when me and you had this conversation, I said when when people hear the name Michael Jordan, right? The first mm-hmm. thing will always pop in your mind is the greatest player of all time right? for a lot of people. Absolutely. But the game of basketball, when people hear the name Michael, jo- I mean, uh, Jay-Z, they just start thinking about rapping. They're not thinking about the financial literacy and, the, and, and, the, and those things. No. They're, no. Sitting, they're sitting there saying, hey, man, what you think about Jay-Z? I still think Reasonable Doubt is best album ever. That's what some people say. Nah, man, I'm talking about the fact... <laughs> <laughs> that he just he just opened up the pizza joint, yeah. Or he got monogram, the legal weed shit, and you can tr- it's publicly traded. Don't nobody know that. No. But no. they know that. You see what I'm saying? So let's just say I pursued myself to be. I've been DJE for 25 plus years, but full time DJE. There's no telling what else I wouldn't been owner right now. Could have been part owner of something as small as an ice cream shop, a music studio, or anything. You got to put yourself around these people, man, that's doing what they're doing. So in order for you to really get to other people's money, you got to put yourself around other people with money. Hey, to, no question. To be honest with you. No that's question. how it goes, you know. I love it. I love it. I want to get to, you know, some this or that. Yeah, you want to do that? We can do this or that. Uh, of, um, we've been doing Would You Rather so long. I just want to do a round of this or that. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of This or That. When P's going to ask me a question, it's either going to be this or that. But y'all know your boy DJE. If it's this and that, then guess who's back? Let's get to it. You got to get the license, man, so we can get that old. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can yeah. get with this or you can get with that. You know what's crazy? It, that's something we're going to talk to talk about <laughs> off air. You ain't even got to say it. You ain't off air. Off sip though, on some sip. 
Oh. We okay. never really even researched how much the license costs. Let's do that. We'll have that conversation. Yeah. Wow. We get back to it. I'm going to get into this question, man. Like I said, it's been a minute since we did some this or that. And, in, in, you know, in connection to tonight's topic, OPM, talking, talking to the richest people on earth mm-hmm. or talking to the smartest one? Oh, I'm sorry. Would you, this is this or that question? All would right. you would you this or that? All right, talking to the richest person on earth, or talking to the smartest one? Which one? So, in my opinion, that person is going to be the same, and I'm gonna okay. tell you I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Teachers, everybody, y'all hear me clear. I'm not saying the academics ain't ain't, ain't important. But just because I got my highest degree, my doctorate, I'm the I graduated first in my class, is not gonna make me the richest person on earth. I'm just gonna understand and I did the challenges to get there and I applaud everybody to get that. However, a lot of the rich people have to be smart in understanding investment. So that's where the financial literacy comes in at. I don't know if you remember, bro, some, I mean, it's probably about 127 episodes ago. I asked about if God is a particular gift that God could give you, what would it be? And I said, I don't remember what you said, but I remember I said, because I still feel like this, financial literacy. Not just because, so I could be the richest person on earth, because I don't even worry about being that. I just want to be real comfortable and not have to worry about it. But I want to be able to teach people on how to get to that. Because you see how I just sat here this whole time and said, they want other people money, they just don't know how to do it. But if I knew how to do it, y'all all would know how to do it. That's just me. Okay. So you're you're saying you the richest the same person, but yeah. you'll go with the richest. The richest. Yeah. I, I, I wanna say just to elaborate on what you said, um smartest is it to me, it's it's subjective. It's it's one of those words right. where it doesn't necessarily have to be attached to, you know, uh, school and, 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 and degrees and things of that nature. Um, smart and can be a, a plethora of different things. Right. So I believe, personally speaking, and as far as being the richest person, you could be born in the wealth. We already had that conversation where you talked about the situation dealing with generations. Mm-hmm. How the first generation is the creative mind that creates the thing that actually creates the generational wealth. The second generation being the one that maintains it because they saw right. what it looked like to build it. And after that, it starts to get a little funny because yep. of the entitlement situation. So I'm going to say just coming off of all of that, I, I'm going to say that I talk to the smartest person because at some point or another, whatever the richest thing was, that can change. But mm-hmm. wisdom kind of kind of evolves, right? So I'm just going to attach wisdom to smartest and, and think that they will evolve with the time, and put me in that position. And and I and what you're saying it makes all the sense in the world. So I, I that's why I said to me they're the same person. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're the same right. person. Yeah, yeah. All right. So next one, spending money to build your own business or spending money to buy stock. Okay. Okay. 
just gonna be just probably throw some people for a loop. But I'm going to say so. When well, I'm assuming when you saying spending money, because you didn't say whose money is it my own? We had to put it in there. They didn't. They didn't specify. So we'll right. go with it being so, your own money. Let's so it's my it own money. Okay. So it's my own. It's stocks. Okay. It's stocks because okay. a stock. If you know it and you understand it, a stock is a form of an asset, right? Okay. Now, okay. a lot of businesses, this is the thing, a lot of businesses in a few years, they fail. I'm not saying that you can't do it. That's why if you pay attention, you might have seen at one point, this dude used to have a restaurant. Now, he no longer has a restaurant. He has a trucking company. No longer has a trucking company. <laughs> he, 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 he got 360 booths. I'm just using that for an example, right? I, get, I agree with you, right? yeah. So, because a lot of it fails, but if you understand the stock market, I'm not saying the stock market can't crash, but it all depends on if you buying it to buy and hold or you buying it for, for, um, for what's the, uh, what's the income? I forgot the little income that comes in. I can't think of the name, but the the money, the dividends that you make from it, because it's certain, it's certain stocks, bro, that they dividends have been good and they ain't did nothing but went up. You know, Coca-Cola, AT&T, McDonald's, Nike, like places like that right. that play good dividends. So if I'm using my own money, I'm doing that. Now, other people's money? Okay, this is that was going to be my question. because Other people's money? And ask whose money. Go ahead. Business. I'm going to invest it in the business because I just said money is a resource that we need to go further in the business. A lot of people's businesses stop. Because they ran out of that resource of money. Hmm. I'm telling. Listen, bro, it's that simple. But some people don't get it. They don't. They because they rather. This all ties into they rather be broke bosses than to be rich partners. Mm-hmm. Because now, if you got somebody that's partner is in the partnership with you, and and they invested ten thousand dollars, they're like, oh, I don't want my investment to die. Well, bro, we gonna try this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We can't give up. We got to get our money back first. We got to at least break even. And then in that breaking even form, you might actually hit something that takes completely off. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. Now, I agree. I think that, in, in essence, it all depends on the individual. Um, like you said, I think the strength, you know, the strength of a person is what they need to work on or illuminate to be able to get the most out of anything, Right. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're really good at stocks. Right. Maybe building your own business, regardless of if it's your money or OPM, maybe that's just not your strong suit. I think right. the person should be able to look at themselves and say, what am I really good at? Right. What can I see myself flourishing in? And right. those who are in partnership with me, if I go into this situation in partnership, stand to benefit from. Right. So I, I think that that's 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 why I would go with it. It depends on what my strength is and what I feel like is going to be a win for right. everybody. But when it just me financially and what I understand, if it's my personal money, and I have to pick one out of the two, I'm right. I'm I'm purchasing it. I'm 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 putting it in the stock, right? That's the reason why when you see a lot of people who go into business, they're going to the banks with their business. I'm not saying all of it to go to stocks, but. When they go to the bank, they're going with their business plan to try to get a loan mm-hmm. to be able to kick their business off. It's just like on Shark Tank when they they can have a successful business, but they got to the point as far as they can go, mm-hmm. investing their own money into it, and this mm-hmm. is why they're looking for partners. 
Yeah, now nah, once again, I just think it's an individual. It's that's not a universal response. No, nah, it's not for, for the person like myself who mm -hmm. doesn't do anything with stocks. Only one of those is an option to me. Right. Well, so, so you know, what stock, I mean? so stock was the stock was the question. You take stock out, and somebody say, if you're gonna take the majority of your money and put it in your own business, or invest it in retirement, because everybody want to retire. Right. I mean, what, I'm going to do it in an IRA and invest in retirement. Right. So, so once again, and even in that, like you said, all of these are going to be individually based responses. I still think that your best options for anything when it comes to money is the thing that you will do mm -hmm. that doesn't require you to have to be other than who you are. Right. So, in your case, like you said, you're looking at it from a very broad perspective. And I, and I, and I agree with you. I think that it comes down to the individual. Ain't no right or wrong. Ain't no this to play, that's to play. It comes down to you having access. Like if you come across a person who's a hedge fund investor and they're looking for different things to get involved with, and you said to them, okay, they, they, they look at you and say, yo, man, I've been following you on your social media and I see that you do this exceptionally well. I wanted to know, are you looking for a partner to build something? And you turn around and you say, wow, I never had the resources. We can build something together collectively. In that case, that person is investing into you. You're the product. You're the person they're investing into. Right. So that's what they're looking at. If you took around, turned around and took their money, not that you're saying that, but you took their money and you invested it into stocks. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't take their money and do that. Absolutely no, no. not. That, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that's what, mm -hmm. this, is, this is why, like, the point that, that I'm supporting in, in my response to it is, is mm -hmm. in most cases, it's always easier to do the thing that you do. Right. And so that's just where I'm at with that. You know I give I mean? you, I give you a perfect example. And me being a DJ and, and a successful, um, bro, honestly, in this whole business, I've never used my own money. I've that's never, true. I've never used my own money and been that's and been true. in business for a long time, but I've never used my own money. That's good. You that's what, what I'm mean? saying. And, and so you put it in your own business. Mm-hmm. Basically. Like I just it just basically no, I'm just saying it was other people's money. Like I remember just a quick story. I needed speakers to do a party, right? So when I went first of all, my turntables were gift to me, right? So that wasn't my money. So then I needed speakers to do a party. I went to the guitar center. Speakers were a thousand dollars. I took out I had ninety days to pay back a thousand dollars. Right? I did at that time, three, four parties, boom, I paid a thousand dollars. Now everybody, everything else left was was a profit. And from then on, every time I bought equipment, I've used credit. You see what I'm saying? And then when I make the money back from the gigs, I pay it back. And then once that's completely paid off, it's all a profit. So I've never used in this whole business, maybe I can't say ever, but. I can count on one on one hand, and you know I've been in business for a long time, because that OPM actually works. It really works when you use that formula to know if you're going. To, but you have to you have to start with the idea first and create and create the deal. I already had the deals made before I had the speakers. So in in that case, is that OPM? Yeah, because I never came out of my own. Pocket, you you can't. You're looking at. I know what you're looking at. You're looking at the profits as my money, and I was using my own money to pay it back. 
But it's not. That's not exactly the same thing. Even if you look at Rich Dad Poor Dad, when Robert Kiyosaki turned around and said he borrowed two thousand dollars from his from his guy and said he, his friend was gonna pay back, to um, give him back two hundred dollars on the two thousand. He bought a house that was worth, um, I think, ninety thousand for sixty thousand, right? Okay. No, no. That's, he bought it. No, it was worth both ninety thousand. It was worth ninety thousand. He bought it for twenty thousand, right. right? Right. He got the. He got all that. He turned around and sold it for sixty. Got the forty back and gave his boy back the money. You see what I'm saying? So the profit that he made. Took care of his expenses, right? But in that case, in that case, at that particular moment, he he borrowed the money, which initially he's borrowing the money. In your in your scenario with the speaker situation, you weren't borrowing the money; you were just using those resources to cover the expenses of that equipment. Well, in I did, but I did borrow the money because I borrowed it from them. It was just a promise: you give me these speakers, I'm gonna pay you back. You talking about from the guitar center, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. in, in theory. Yes, in that situation, other people's money being that they credited you mm -hmm. speakers and that you would be reimbursing them the value of the speakers, right? In Robert Kiyosaki's situation, like in Rich Dad Poor Dad, he took that money and he borrowed it, believing in that becoming profitable in terms of selling that property right. to be able to return what he actually borrowed with interest on top. I think it's a little bit different in that situation, that, that particular example, because in theory... He used other people's money, which that may be the similarity, but he used it other he used other people's money in the sense that he knew he was going to get it, and I'm going to give it back to you because I know the value of what this is going to be. In your case, all you were going to do is return the value of it. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's two different type of things. But what right. I'm saying it's, is it's not exactly the same. But what I'm saying is I never came out of my own pocket. Ever. I agree. Yeah, what that's what I mean. People, Still, was other people right. okay? Because so, even, so, even, even me doing the gig and a person paying me, that was right. their money that they gave to me for my services, and I just pushed it straight over there. So then, I from there on, I have now. If you pay attention, like I have no, I had, I had no overhead after that. So everything else was a profit except for gas. So, so I think right there is where I am. You were being paid for service, right? Right. So in theory, the moment that you had a contractual agreement with them to provide a service with the anticipation of receiving a, a check for that situation, mm -hmm. it became your money. Right. It's not their money anymore. I get what you. I get. I get what you're saying, but I don't. Reason why I still say it's other people's money because that's the same way McDonald's works, bro. When you buy into their franchise, you don't even break even until about five years later. Right, but in that case, that. Okay, so it's ownership in that situation. McDonald's owns the name McDonald's. Right. You own don't nobody own DJE but E. That's right. So when they when they purchase your your services, the moment that they agree to purchase your services, whatever they are, all they did was pay for the services. Right. So 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 anything can transpire. This is why, like, you know Oh no, you're right. Yeah, so it's a little bit different, but but I mean, it's still it. But everything is a risk. That's the that's the biggest thing about people in business, and even with other people's money. My risk was, what if these parties don't happen? Now I got to go to work to pay back this thousand dollars. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. But in all actuality, it's like, okay, give me. It's the same. It's the same thing, bro. 
when Bill Gates walked into IBM and showed them an operating system that he didn't even have yet. He didn't even know where he was going to find it yet. And he sold them windows, and they like, oh, yeah, buy and they multi-million out there. He don't even got a product, period. Now, when, because, he sold, when he sold it to them, did he take the money that he got from them and then and build it? No, he didn't. He never. He actually never built it. He, it wasn't, they didn't give him the money until the product came. He found this, he found the, the services by another computer dude he knew that dealt with it that thought it was trash. He did use his own money. I didn't say he didn't. But what I'm saying is, he still sold the idea. It's the bro. That's where the money comes from. It's the idea of it. Absolutely. Really, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? But so, yeah. so that's why I'm saying what I'm saying about me investing to my. It's not that I don't invest into my own business. It's like, all right, you want me to do this? It's just like a contractor. Okay, so you want me to put a new? You want me to put a new fence on in, on the back of your house? Okay, I'm gonna need the pro I'm gonna need this much for materials, and I need this to pay my people, and this is my profit. The customer paid for all of that. It's the same thing with the speakers. The customer paid for my speakers for me to supply the service for them. But after they paid for that, I kept making more money and over and over and over and over again off those speakers. Over and over and over again. So I get what you say. It's not exactly the same OPM, but it is still OPM, bro. It's still other people's money. It really is. I guess it all depends on how you look at it. Yeah. That's all I can say. You, know, you can look you can look that up. It's examples like, is used like, that like, like if you pay me for a service, it's up to me to make the rational decision to say, I'm gonna take this money and now put it towards this investment that I made to be able to be profitable even after this event. I could take that money and blow it in my pocket and totally blow that situation. Same and thing I, Robert Kiyosaki could have did. Right. So, so, but see the difference in that situation, once again, Robert Kiyosaki, he went to them, his, his friend, and he borrowed the money, told him, I'm going to give you $200 back, right? On top of this, when you gave the Guitar Center their money back, all you gave them was the value for the speakers. Yeah. But, right. but I ain't paying, no, but I, but I really ain't paying no interest either. I gave them exactly right. what they gave me. Exactly. So it's, it's it's the same concept. Let me borrow these speakers, and then I'm gonna give you the value for the speakers in in, in before ninety days. It's the same thing. So so in in theory, if you pay me for a service, the minute that we agree to whatever my service is going to be, it's my money. I get it's that, also, right? So it's also so in the sense of in Robert Kiyosaki's situation, he couldn't buy the home without the other person's money, right? In this case. You could have gotten those speakers without that particular customer's money. It's a different situation because of I, the fact that you bro, used, because I you think yeah, you okay, you're looking at it too literal in my opinion. I'm talking about the fact that it's loaned to him. Just like he was loaned the two thousand right. dollars. They gave me the product, but at the end of the day, if I didn't pay them back, my credit is destroyed. So I'm, it was still loaned to me. I'm not saying they was going to repossess Absolutely. the speakers. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I'm, bro. When I'm saying other people, because not, you didn't have to, because you didn't have to do any of that. You could, no. you, you could have turned around and said, "I'm just going to finance these speakers and I'm just going to pay them." Right, but I'm telling you, but I'm telling you, stocky case, he couldn't buy that house without his home. Yeah, but well, I didn't have the thousand dollars for the speakers. If I would have failed in the credit, then I wouldn't have been able to do it either, bro. That's but what I'm telling case, you. Right, and, and but in you talking case, about at that time? I was like 19 years old. Right, but in your case, you could turn around and say, "Well, I can do four gigs 
and that's going to be the equivalent of paying for these speakers. Right. When Robert Kiyosaki's case, he couldn't get off the ground without his own his own boys' money. But bro, I get what you. No, at it's the, the very least, the speakers with you in, you could take those speakers, even if you didn't pay it all back right there. Once you have possession of the speakers, you can do whatever you wanted to do to be able to materialize more income to be able to do it. But what I'm saying, after you pay for the speakers, you were able to continuously make money at that point, and now it's totally profitable because of the fact that you don't have any overhead dealing with it. In Robert Kiyosaki's situation, similar but a little different. Yeah, I'm just using that for an example. But right. I still never went. I still never gave them. First day one, gave them money first. I get what you're saying. Got I just you. made a promise. Right. It's the same thing as going to the bank and getting a loan and taking that resource and then making that money make more money for you. I would right now. I'm, all my credit cards is paid. It was zero. But if I took a credit card that I know I could max out for ten thousand dollars and it's gonna start giving me a thousand dollar profit every month, I'm maxing that bitch out tomorrow. Right. Right now, and, and and because at that point you're using OPM anyway. Right, same type of same type of situation. That, that's, and that's and that's why I say the situation is is that when mm -hmm. it all starts, like you said, in the mind, right? One, and the other thing is is I tell I tell you all the time. I've said it to you, and I said it to a bunch of other people. Money without a plan is money that's going to get blown. That's why I said what I said when people go to the bank. If you look at a lot of old movies and people starting businesses, when they went to the bank, they came in with a business plan. They didn't even want to talk to you if you didn't have a business plan. Even even the lottery winners, bro. Even the people that win the lottery, if they don't have a, a plan with money, they're going to blow it. Even the guy who gets who gets you know uh, uh, willed money, things that are left to them. Like we use the example dealing with generational wealth and the different levels. This generation, that generation, you can have access to it. But if you don't have a plan for money, it is highly likely that you're going to misuse it. Because like you said earlier, it's a tool. Mm -hmm. It's a tool. I got one more for you because we spent a lot of time on that one and then we'll close that one out. Setting up a business on your own or with a partner? Depends what the business is. Depends what the business is. A lot of times people get partners because they need them. Let's just we talking business. We're not talking about Absolutely. love, loyalty, all that type of stuff. We're no, talking no, no, business. No. Business. So if a person could start a business, like if I take if I could take money, this is my money now, from Absolutely. the profits that I'm that I made from DJing mm -hmm. and turn around and invest that into something else that's gonna give me residual income and it sits for itself, then I really don't I gotta see how it worked for me first to see if I even need a partner. Or if I want a partner, because some things might be a headache. Some people don't even want partners after you gotta kinda try all that together, unless that's just something y'all been writing together the whole time. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. So it depends on the situation. I I'm right there with you. That's literally my exact same answer. Mm -hmm. It definitely depends on the situation. Um you don't get no more direct than that for me. You're talking about setting up a business, not just, you know, not just creating one. I look right. at setting up a business a little bit literally, like you said. Are we setting it up to sell it? Are we selling it up to build it long term? Or what are we doing? And um, I think it depends on the business. But that's all I got for that one, man. Like I said, I think we we, we definitely tackled that situation. You can take us out of that. That was another episode of Would You Rather? We do that in a long time. So, yeah. That was actually this or that, y'all. This or that. Okay. That's what I meant, you know. <laughs>
Hey, man, I think we got to get here to wrap this joint up, man. This has been an excellent episode, man. OPM dealing with other people's money. And like I said earlier, the other, you know, our personal mindsets, you know, I think that we're going to wrap it up this week and, and, and let, you know, everybody just kind of simmer on that situation dealing with OPM. Um, like we usually say when we close out, man, you guys can find us each and every week, you know, at somewhere between 7 and 7.30ish live on Facebook, generally at on Tuesdays, unless some kind of magical thing comes about and we change it up. You find mm-hmm. us, definitely catch us on all of your favorite podcasts and streaming services. Yes. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Yep. Uh, Overcast Radio. Mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, Audible. Audible, you know. Mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Spotify. Uh, Spotify, you know. We're, mm-hmm. we're somewhere everywhere. There's there's no yep. reason you can't check your favorite brother. Juice out. Loose Foundation. No, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> but when can they find us eat on the visual every week, right? Each and every Tuesday live right here on Facebook. And then you can catch the... On our YouTube page, Thursday nights, 7 p.m. on the porch. The handle's the porch, but the porch podcast on YouTube. And I'm telling you, you'll see all the videos. Then you can go to P Originals page, see all the 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 the, the, the uh, motivational Mondays and motivational Mondays and, and all that type of stuff. Then you can go to my shit. You see all old videos. <laughs> You can see yeah. everything, man. You see Listen, everything, man. man. As we say each and every week, man, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, comment, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please make sure you hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel and so that way you know when all the content is dropping. Once again, man, this has been episode 130 OPM. Yes. yes. It's been an awesome episode. We thank everybody who tuned in tonight on the live. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing y'all next week. All right, all right y'all. Peace. Peace.